0: Hello and welcome to Friday Lions. I'm your host, Luke O'Brien, a.k.a. OB. Reminder that Friday Lions is brought to you by Little Birdie TV and topsport.com.au, punting form and manscaped all your essential items for life. Joining me today for all things AFL once again is MG. Uh, welcome, MG. Thanks, OB. How are you, mate? Going well, thank you. And up there in Orange, the doyen of rugby league punting is Top Rope. And welcome to you, Top Rope.
1: What a great week to be with you, OB. Uh, Rip rounds Origin... Internationals, plenty going
0: on. As we start with AFL MG, another messy week for Collingwood uh, off field. Um I think it's it was it to go no, de go and no. <laughs> um Collingwood's track record not great over you know the probably the last two decades of handling these incidents. So they do create their own mess. What have you what have you made of it? Yeah, I, th- I, I agree with that uh line there, OB. I think um
2: I, I, I think more emphasis should be placed on the club than than the player. Um, you know, obviously he's got his issues. Um, off the field and if they've known about it for a while, I think, uh, yeah, I think Collingwood, uh, haven't seen them put their own hand up, uh, too much this week or uh, haven't done a great job to protect him to be fair. And, uh, yeah, I think they've got, uh, just as much to answer to as what, uh, is what the player did. Um, I'm not sure who ticks off what and I know you can't control these players and everything like that, OB, but, uh, if you're running a club going into the bye week, I, th- I thought you would have had, uh, comfortable words with everyone, especially players, uh, that uh can create their own mess and uh if to go he can't take care of himself. I would have thought the uh, the manager and the club would have done a better job. But uh yeah, disappointing for all off field destruction when they're when their season's are uh, firmly on track going well, four in a row. So it'll be interesting to see how they come out this week.
0: I, I was staggered that any club would let anyone go overseas in the break. Um it's you know, I think they gave them a week off. A lot of clubs only have the four day break. Um, A lot of players go to Noosa, Port Douglas, just to sort of refresh. And I I get it, they have to have a refresh, but going overseas. And going overseas to sit by a pool, no worries at all, but going overseas to nightclub, oh, that's just ridiculous. But Craig McRae summed it up well. He said that Lee Matthews said in Brisbane, we'll treat you as men if you behave like men, and we'll treat you like boys if you behave like boys. So... Um, I think it's time that Collingwood had a good hard look. But anyway, that's off-field. On-field last night, 1v2, probably didn't live up to the hype uh, that everyone was expecting. Uh, quarter one, I thought, geez, this is going to be a really good game. And then Melbourne certainly showed why uh, why they're still the best team in the competition. Yeah, we had your uh,
2: your pass Hope. She's got a lot to answer for come Monday, OB. I thought you might have uh, thrown her a bit of a backhander there. She uh, put the line through Melbourne, uh, if you saw or, uh, or heard about Monday's show after losing three in a row. and. Uh, Yeah, she'll have some, uh, to eat some humble pie come Monday, but yeah, listen, Brisbane were in the fight at quarter time, they would have been happy going to the huddle, Um, both missed some early opportunities, but uh, geez, second and third quarter, Melbourne definitely showed why they won the flag last year, and uh, yeah, make no mistakes about it, they're uh, the team that everyone must beat going forward, so obviously the break worked well for them, and Unfortunately for Brisbane um, you know, they were really disappointed especially after quarter time as we said but their, um, their hoodoo with the MCG is becoming glaring OB so yeah, it's a bit of a worry being on them for the premiership because uh, they've got to go through the MCG to win the flag and uh, it's not a ground that
0: they like to, uh, to come to and perform. Yeah, I think the only way they can win the premiership is if they play a non-Victorian side, probably at the MCG. Now, um, I think that's the only way for them. They 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 just early on they looked really good, uh, but then I thought their forwards just sort of didn't come at the footy, which you have to do against Melbourne. Yeah. Um, and a few, few question marks still on McStay for mine. The big big offer from Collingwood and Essendon, um, and also sort of his contract negotiations up in Brisbane didn't look like he was fully invested.
2: Yeah, I mean, they lost, um, you know, both teams lost their captains, so I think that uh, counterparts, and, you know, obviously Gorn's a bigger loss for Melbourne than what Zorko mm. would be for Brisbane. Um, but, you know, they were pretty fit Brisbane mm. other than that, so they, they don't have a lot to, uh, to have excuses. But it just shows that, um, you know, Jackson was able to cover for Gorn, his game was unbelievable, I thought, and uh, the midfield dominated. The, the main players all stood up again, Viney, Oliver, and Batraka. But it just shows Melbourne's combination of May and Lever um you know as a tandem uh with brayshaw back there who's unbelievable he, he's probably on track for all australian to be fair mm. brayshaw at the moment uh just too much for brisbane and they got killed and i think the scoreboard flattered them ob they kicked uh 21 behinds melbourne yeah. missed some shockers so as
0: big as 64 sounds could have been 80 to 90 for mine. Yeah, that's right. Uh, a bit of other swimming, uh, so a bit of other sporting news around the swimming world champs at the moment. Uh, Australian 18-year-old Molly O'Callaghan uh, edged out world uh, record holder Sarah Sostrom Uh, Hopefully I've got that right, to become the youngest 100-metre freestyle world champion more than 30 years, uh, while Zach Stubbley-Cook, the Olympic champion, also won a world title. So some good news there leading into um, the Commonwealth Games and also the Olympics, which isn't too far away. Uh, NBA draft as well today, uh, our 19-year-old guard, uh, Dyson Daniels from Bendigo. Uh, He's certainly not short on confidence, MG. No, the double D. He's, uh, well don't need to be sure to conf. he's over 200 centimeters and apparently
2: still growing uh yeah it looks like um you know they they may be predicting him going as high as number six which would match giddy of the uh, year before so yeah it's good to see another aussie up there and hopefully uh he he goes uh definitely in the top 10 because it's a big difference if you do or you don't um but yeah he's chock full of confidence and uh, why not on the back of what giddy did last year
0: that's right uh, top Rope, we uh, we throw back over to you and uh international and state of origin rep round this week uh in the NRL. Um you know Brad Fitler, does he just not like Josh at O'Carr or what's the go there?
1: Uh it certainly doesn't seem that, that way. So hopefully that's a good sign for uh who, who will and won't be coaching Canada with next year. Uh yeah, uh studying. He, he wielded the axe. We uh, uh eight eight changes to, to the extent of the squad. Ado I not one of them. So uh, look, there were some positive changes in that side. I, I, I'm certainly all for the the, the Burton left centre. I think he's a, a, it's, a it's a smart addition. Um, yeah, you had to get rid of people like Tarek Sims and, Raik and Campbell Gillard. Uh, no problem there at all. A uh, few question marks. C S F for No idea how he going to run. I'm not sure he's in the uh, 100 best players in the competition, let alone <laughs> the 70 best in New South Wales. But so. Um, yeah, we're, we're here and uh, look, uh, we'll, we'll get to the preview soon enough, but uh, uh, obviously uh, all the pressure on New South Wales and, and you would certainly think that uh, uh, if anyone's going to be on point come Sunday, it'll be New South Wales.
0: So we'll get into more of the State of Origin rep games a little bit later, but uh, Top Rope, you're our golf man as well uh, and the LIV sort of pick up some big uh, big more draft picks as well. Um, Oh, Brooks Kepter has signed for a reported 140 million. Um, oh God, why wouldn't you sign? But the uh, the PGA starting to panic a bit now. You know, anything they can do to to stem the stem, stem the flow?
1: Well, I think they need to do a little bit more and just try to rely on on, on history and goodwill. Uh, otherwise, the players are going to continue to, to so they they've Obviously, got their yeah the cavalry Rory JT, um, but even players like Colin Morikawa who's been you know, strongly kind of linked to. Um, the PGA are, are reportedly kind of wavering at the moment. So uh, look, the, the reality is we're going to have a splintered golf world over the next little bit there. The PGA Tour have announced three kind of big global events. Um, is it too little, too late? I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% sure, but the, the, the reality is that the, the Saudis aren't going away anytime soon. There's going to be more big names going. Uh, and, and unless the PGA Tour can, can convince the world rankings that these LOV. Uh, events don't get uh, any ranking points and then all of a sudden they won't be eligible for majors but it's going to continue to get worse
0: Yeah, it's, um, it's certainly putting a, a cat amongst the pingers, it's a bit like World Series cricket and so sometimes these uh, sort of older uh, competitions just need a bit of a freshen up so I think the PGA needs to do that as well but uh, Enough of the the sport talk. Let's get into it. It's time now for Friday Lions, brought to you by topsport.com.au. Family owned and operated for 35 years. Bet with a bookie you can trust. Bet with topsport.com.au. And the first AFL game we'll look at tonight, MG, is the Bulldogs $1.36 against the Hawthorne Footy Club 325. The line minus 16.5 over under 175.5. Uh, it's the fri- it's the early Friday game uh tonight at Marvel. There's two games on Friday, which um anything doing in this one for you, mate? Yeah, a bit of doing an NRL double header Friday night. Top rope won't be happy with uh with
2: that, really. <laughs> yeah, the Aussie rules uh try
1: take every opportunity and <laughs> get, get one up on the NRL.
2: Yeah, well, we're taking the Thursday night slot over. That was another bust last night in terms of a good contest, I guess. And uh, tonight we're going to go with the header. So, yeah, early start at 7 p.m. for punters. So make sure if you're uh, investing in this game, you don't miss the kick. Um, yeah, I-, I like the Bulldogs here, OB. I think it's, uh, on form line at least, um, it's a mismatch. Uh, Bulldogs have won four of their last five. Um, Hawthorne have lost three in a row. You- you've-, you've thrown your towel in on your side, Hawthorne.
0: You've done for the yeah, year. No, I have, but I'm I'm... I think they'll go alright tonight. Oh, hang on. Yeah, no, I, the English out is a massive out. I don't, I don't, I think people underplay his importance oh, to the Bulldogs. Yeah. So you've jumped off the boat, but you still
2: swim behind. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on with my, with my yeah. all. Okay.
2: All right. So, geez, OB's back on the, sh- back on board with the Hawks. You're right. English is massive. Uh, you know, shows when he came back well, what an impact he does have. They don't have backup for him. Uh, unbelievable Waitman getting back up after uh, dislocating his elbow last week. He's been named. Um. That's a big lift for the Bulldogs. Him playing, hopefully uh, he's ready to go. But uh, yeah, I like the Bulldogs. Bet them early in the week, and The line really hasn't moved too far. 17 down to 16. It did get as low as 15. It's just jumped back up after teams have settled. Um, like the over in this game as well. I think it's a good spot under the dome. Uh, won't be affected by weather. I think this is a good spot for the overs. Four of the last six um, between the two have gone over OB. So pretty strong on the Bulldogs and also a high-scoring game.
0: As we look to uh, the NRL state of origin for women, uh, the first game for top rope. Uh, it's the New South Wales women at dollar eighty, the Queensland uh, girls two dollars. The line minus one point five over under twenty nine point five. My favourite player uh, is Tamika Upton. Um, you know the fullback that just keeps scoring tries. Uh, top rope. Uh, what what do you like in this one?
1: Yeah, she's an absolute superstar. She's my favourite player as well. I bet. she has uh, absolute speed to burn. Uh, had a bit of an injury hampered year this year though, uh, Tomika, um, and we've seen a kind of narrowing of, of the talent gap. You know, the Broncos won the first, the first three, and Ws, barely lost a game. Uh, this year, we've kind of seen a bit, a bit of a narrowing as, as kind of you know, a little bit more professionalism, as, as kind of slowly started to kind of work its way into the, into women's game. Uh, the last four origins have, have gone to the home team. Uh, While well, this is in Canberra, neutral territory, you have to say this is a New South Wales game. Uh, they've got um, uh, the two Dalian medal uh, co wins from this year, Millie Boyle uh, and Emma Tomogato. Uh, I'm leaning towards the Blues here. I think in a low scoring game, there's always low scoring. So the, the under is certainly that trend on half is, is way too big there. Uh, I'll be back in the Blues. Uh, I, I really like them, yeah, particularly their strikeout wide. Isabel Kelly always lives in these big games. Yeah, she's got three tries in, 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 in four origins. Uh, she scored yeah tries in the semi and the final this year for the, for the Chooks on their way uh, uh, to the ground final. So, um, yeah, got to uh, be with the Blues and uh, very confident on the under.
0: And I see uh, Upton and Boyle have both signed with the Newcastle Knights for season 2023.
1: Yeah, uh, huge. Well, Millie Boyle uh, goes there with uh, Adam Elliott, uh, her, her partner, who's just the Raiders and join there. So they're both uh, heading up to, to Newcastle. And Upton's a huge signing. You know, she uh, um, didn't enjoy the best of health issue, but she was an absolute revelation when she burst on the scene a couple of years ago. I, I, I don't think there's a faster player in the game, and, and she's going to be great for uh, Newcastle. And, and yeah, it's, it's pleasing to see the talent being spread around You know Ariel um, announced uh, last week that uh, the competition was just going to ten teams uh, next year. so um, good to see that talent being spread around and the uh, the dominance of the Broncos is is a thing of the past you think.
0: As we look to the second blockbuster of the AFL round fifteen, Geelong v Richmond Geelong, dollar ninety six, Richmond one eighty eight. the line is zero even. Uh, over under 166.5 MG, I am really looking forward to this game This is, you know, I know there's some good games this round But this will really show who, uh, if Richmond are back Or if Geelong are the real deal Yeah, I reckon this is match of the round, OB I know last night was uh, second v first But
2: uh, just from a form perspective I think this uh, this, this game is probably the highlight of the round um, Fourth v six uh, We've got... Uh, Geelong have won four in a row, and Richmond now have won six out of seven. So they're both going along very nicely at the moment. High cover seems still no danger field for Geelong. Um, geez, he's been out uh, a while now, so that's got to be some concern, especially at his age. Why Cochin? Uh, sorry for the Tigers, they lose Cochin, Lambert, and Bolter. So for the teams, they probably balance out a bit. Uh, Richmond probably lose lose a fraction more. Um, yeah, great betting game, um, as you said, huge for the top four here. Um, for the loser, anyway, um, just with how the season shakes out. So, and good to see them test themselves against the MCG. Hopefully, they get a big crowd. I know it's the uh, the middle Saturday uh, game, but um, yeah, now nah, looking forward to this one. I think it'll be a low-scoring game, though. Ob, um, I just think um, you know Geelong six of their last seven have been unders. Richmond last two, so even though they have both been on the high eff- offensive, they they both come from the defensive half. That's how they like to play. Not. Neither side's great around the clearances, so they defend on, uh, defend off their own line and try and score from that. So both like a man behind the ball with Stewart, um, obviously voslin for, for Richmond as well. So um, I don't expect uh, too many points in the game, but uh, I think the bookies got this about right. I think it's flip-flopped so far in the betting. It started Richmond's slight favourite, went back to Geelong, and now it's uh, just settling on the Richmond side again. So I don't think there's too much in the line. If I was having a bet, I'd probably just shade Richmond a hair just because it's at Geelong. Uh, sorry, at the MCG. Um, but I think the play here is probably on the unders under the 166. So. Uh,
0: and the big NRL game this round is on Sunday, 7.50 over in Perth. It's the New South Wales Blues, $1.70. The Queensland Maroons, $2.20. The line, minus 2.5, over under 38 and a half. Uh, New South Wales certainly need to win. Freddie's under pressure. And Billy Slater was a revelation in uh, in game one to get the best out of the Maroons. Um, yeah, which, uh, what, what are you liking here, uh, Top Rope?
1: Uh, yeah, it's it's a cracker. Uh, good good uh, be respected for Perth. Uh, finally, they get to see a good spawning event at the Stadium, so good luck to the folks at Perth there. Um, yeah, hard, hard to go past the Blues here. Uh, a couple of stats Three, never lost a game too. Uh, most notably, the uh, teams who have lost the opener and play at, at home or an neutral venue, uh, they've won their last six. So... Uh, this is a good bounce back spot. Ashley Klein's the referee again, and I think that's important. Uh, he is known as a bit of a square-up merchant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, they, were, they were reasonably livid with the uh, officiating in game. Well, I think it'll go over the top to be honest. But, uh, uh, what I expect is New we South Wales are going to be really slowing down a lot more, laying through the right, yeah, wrestling a lot more than what they did in the, the opener. Uh, I think what we're gonna see is Klein probably giving a bit more leeway as well. So. The green, and go with New South Wales. It's a good spot for them. I've got to be with the Blues here. I'd be more inclined to have the dollar 70 than the minus two and a half. But, um, yeah, I will be backing Like well, These games came in blows as well. Four of the last five New South Wales victories have been by 18 plus. So I think there's a little bit of value on the 13 plus as well for, for those punters. Uh Normally an, an punter in origin. Um, Not only huge views on the title, but I have a very fast track over there. So... Um, yeah, all in all games, and the um, one and, and Origin have topped uh, 44 points over there. So I'd be, be leaning towards the over. And if you have any man of the match, we've got Cameron Munster in the uh, the opener. Jude uh, Zesco, he's excellent, excellent value. He is an absolute standard. He has won a uh, man of the match award in three of the last four series. He was excellent in game one. Always stands out. I think he's much renovated in theory. Uh, so I'll be all over, uh, uh,
0: and I see that, uh, that Freddie has named the two hookers a bit like what Queensland did with Harry Grant's impact off the bench in game one. Um, you know, uh, Cora looks like he'll start and Cook will sort of come on for that impact as well.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably a smart play there from, from Fitland, not only with the impact that of Cook off the bench, but uh, uh, Cook and Cora have very different games, Cora very, very kind of- uh, simple game, early ball to I think that, uh, you know, the plethora of parent backs and, and playmakers on the side, I think you know, getting them early ball will, will kind of suit their game a little more. Cleary certainly struggled with uh, the pressure and, uh, in, in game one, and, and kind of part of that was getting a reasonably late ball. Those fellas what he was used to. So uh, a good uh, good move there for free.
0: As we look to probably the most intriguing game of the round, MG uh, Collingwood $1.46 against GWS two dollars eighty at the MCG on Sunday afternoon. The line minus twelve and a half over under one sixty five point uh, five. Be interesting to see, you know, what uh, the 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 distraction that degoey has had on Collingwood. Uh, GWS lose Pruce, who's sort of in and out and injured and suspended. Uh, Toby Green was absolutely outstanding last week. Brayden Maynard should get that job in his 150th. This is um this is intriguing battle on paper. Yeah, it is. Um, Collingwood obviously going well, uh,
2: one four in a row. But yeah, as you said, uh, the off field distractions will be interesting to see how they come out. Um, you know, I think um you know I think GWS the money's definitely been for GWS this week. Um, probably more for the off field distractions every time uh, Collingwood take another hit, the line drops another point. But Open 15.5 down to 12.5. I think the money might... It's reaching its probably point. I don't think it'll go much lower, um, but I still think uh, GWS is probably the side disc on that factor. I think the major concern for GWS, a bit like Brisbane coming down, is the MCG. Um, Not a good venue for for the Giants to play at and Collingwood will um, obviously play the ground well. So I think that's the determining factor when you're looking at betting these two sides. Um, Contrasting styles. Since Toby Green's come back, the Giants have become an offensive machine. Um, you know three out of their last four games they've you know they've been involved of 200 or more points in totals which is obviously high um, whereas Collingwood's last five games have all been the under so they've really they've gone from a high scoring team of free flowing they've really shut down the last five weeks you've seen a difference in their style so I think for the Giants if they get it on their own terms from the midfield and this game will be centered around the midfield um, if they can match them in there and get enough supply into Toby Green um, they'll need more than Maynard to stop him Because, uh, you know, probably close to the best forward in the game, OB I think, um, when he's up and going um, And I think if they get enough supply into Toby Green um, They'll have their chances to win this game of Giants
0: Yeah, I think they, uh, look, they, they won that prelim against Collingwood A few years ago now uh, on the MCG But since then it's been sort of some some lean pickings for them So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one It's nice to have a Sunday afternoon game to look forward to yep. as well uh, top right. We'll have a quick look at the internationals. Uh New South Wales uh, sorry, New South Wales, and New Zealand v. Tonga. Uh Saturday afternoon three twenty. Uh New Zealand dollar twenty five. Tonga four dollars. The line minus ten and a half over under forty two point five. Uh any hope here for Tonga? Uh
1: oh, definitely definitely some hope. Uh, this is uh, actually a cracking game. Uh you're plenty your of stars on both sides of the uh uh, both sides of the field in this one. Jason Tomlow led uh, Tomlola. The line here is a little big. I'll be back in the plus 10 and a half here. Uh, uh, Informed players on both sides. Uh, I-, I like Ketomi Stairs playing five-eight for the, uh, the, the Tomlola side. And, yeah, really will kind really of strengthen up this one. will be absolutely one through the middle. And, yeah, Fenua Blake and Toki and and Tomlola certainly matched with, yeah, you Jesse Bromwich, James Fisher-Harris and Joe Tapano. Uh, yeah. If they can kind of hold it in the key positions, hold it to the spine. Yeah. Brandon Smith, Jerome Hughes, Joe Martin, obviously a tremendous from New Zealand there. Against uh cooler Tao Ta Havili, they can kind of get a wash or just a small loss out of that. Tonga can absolutely cover the spread and, and can win the game.
0: And uh Samoa and the Cook Islands looks a little bit one way with Samoa, I think, uh very short in the betting there. And also PNG and Fiji. As we look at Samoa, dollar the Cook Islands twenty-one dollars. Uh, the line minus thirty six point five over under forty nine and a half there for that one. That looks a little bit one way.
1: Yeah, uh, off the map there, Samoa as well minus twenty nine and a half to minus thirty six and a half, and just keeps going our way. Um, yeah, the the Cook Islands team has uh, any kind of a, a couple of fringe, fringe general first graders. The the Samoan team, uh, first graders from 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 beginning to end, including the top tri scorer Taylor May, informed center uh, Isaac Tago. Uh, Josh Schuster made it to power. Josh Allen. This is going to be one way, but this got to kind of sixty or seventy. surprise.
0: And uh, the Alex Johnson led PNG three dollars ninety against Fiji a dollar twenty six. The line ten point five over under forty five point five. Can uh, can Alex Johnson take the uh, the PNG boys on his back there?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I'm a bit surprised at the betting in this one uh, and the line in particular. There's no doubt that from a top end point of view that that, that Fiji have. Big names, they've got kick out, Tui Kamakamika, Michael Sivo, Rangalawa. But they're not sure how to tell themselves, you know, Alex Johnson, Justin Ollum, uh, uh the Kumuls, but when you come to the halves, there's absolutely a, a massive edge. on Lamb and Kyle Labour, two genuine halves. Uh, I believe I mean it's Kevin Nagama and, uh, and Natua Masima. Uh, this is a huge edge for, for, for PNG on that front. Oh, and they have also at the depth of yeah, plenty of PNG Hunters players who are playing the Queensland Cup. I think PNG can absolutely miss the last four games. No one's going no to have a margin 12 a split and split them a piece. I'll be backing uh, the calls and uh, loading up on the plus. A
0: little bit of value in the internationals there from top rope. I like it. As we look at the remaining games in the AFL-MG, um, this one, you, know, you have to be uh, either desperate or a big fan to stay awake for this one. Uh, West Coast 270, Essendon forty eight. That's the 8.40 game uh, into the Eastern Seaboard tonight. Uh, the line 13.5 over under 164.5 uh, if you're watching this after half time I think you're desperate <laughs> Well, I might fall into that category Ov,
2: unfortunately got to watch them but um, yeah no all the money for West Coast in this game 17 down to 13 um, home side I know they're off a six day break but um, they are at home so they don't have to travel so I think the price has probably got down to where it should be now but yeah, all the money for West Coast um, pretty keen on the under here uh, I think they might have shaded um, too much of the over here so yeah, the dog and the
0: under. Uh, Carlton Fremantle is the uh, next one. We'll have a quick look at uh, Carlton $2.18, Fremantle $1.72, uh, the line 5.5 over under 163.5. That's the one forty five game at Marvel on Saturday afternoon. Um, oh, I think Fremantle might be a little bit short over here. Yeah, all,
2: yeah, I agree. All the money for Freo though. Uh, open three, now gone to five after the team's been announced. I, th- I think the value lies with Carlton here at home. Uh, both teams in good form carlton have won five out of the last seven and 303 on the trot but um yeah away from home i couldn't have frio
0: as favorite and i think the value is with carlton another intriguing battle is the saturday 7:25 game the swans a dollar 43 the saints 2 dollars 90 the line minus 15 over under 164.5 couple of big outs for the saints in hill and Ryder. um or any any hope for any hope for the Sainers? Yeah, probably just balance it up. I actually thought going into the start of the week, I thought St Kilda would would
2: probably be the value. Um, after last week, they'd have to hit back. Uh, how bad they were, but yeah, those I don't like St Kilda without the combination of Marshall and Ryder. I just think it hurts them too much. Obviously, with with Hill um, not providing the run as well. So I think the market's probably about right. Not a game I'm probably going to get involved in here, but yeah, good one to watch. And the fallout for the losers
0: big here. And the fallout for the loser in the next game is probably even bigger. North Melbourne three forty. Adelaide a dollar thirty-three. Uh the line eighteen and a half. Over under one fifty-eight point five. This is down in Hobart. Uh poor, pff, you'd you'd hope North Melbourne are competitive. If not, um, yeah, I, I I feel for a few people there.
2: Yeah, I think they will be. Actually, um, yeah. Not not a side you want to launch into a side that's lost eleven in a row in average, and averaging, I think, high forty points average losses as well. But uh Yeah, they opened uh, as high as 26, down to 23. Now it's down to 18. So um, I I just think there's too big a gap here for two ordinary sides down down in Tassie. I think North Melbourne, yeah, this is uh, not their grand final by any stretch, but yeah, they should be up and about. I know they lose their their young
0: gun horn, Francis, but yeah, I, I think the value lies again with the outsider here in North Melbourne. And another intriguing game, this one, Port Adelaide and Gold Coast. Uh, the late game on Sunday over there in Adelaide, the power forty two. the Suns $2.95, uh, the line minus 13.5, over under 153.5. I think the Suns represent very, very good value. I know Port had a good win against the Swans, but I think Gold Coast are all right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um I think that the thing that worries me here is Gold Coast's record against Port Adelaide. Port Adelaide won 12 on the bounce against Gold Coast and not a good hunting ground for them going into Adelaide either. Um, This is their best chance, though. Um, But boat coming back, I think it just steadies the ship. And if I was going to lean here, I'd be leaning to Port, which is rare this week, like a lot of outsiders. But yeah, Port at home, just shade, but big test for Gold Coast. If they got this win... Um, they could really put themselves in the finals contentions here. Absolutely.
0: Well, thank you, MG. Uh, just a reminder, the punters can locate the AFL stings for twenty-two dollars a week in the LittleBirdie.live Live shop for all your AFL betting action. And uh, for you, Top Rope, uh, enjoy the State of Origin and uh, international weekend. Uh, you heard it here first. That he, he he likes the Tongans, he likes the the Papua New Guineans, and he likes Tedesco and New South Wales. So. Uh, if his game one betting was anything to go by, you'd uh, you'd stick with uh, the great top rope.
1: Yeah, get involved, get involved. It's a great weekend. Uh, uh, love, yeah, lovers of international footy. It's a, it's a big weekend, and we got the women's origins which is a, a great encounter. But yeah, you know, all eyes will be on uh, Sunday night. Perth, uh, New South Wales, happy to do a decider.
0: Thank you, top rope. A reminder that punters can locate the GGOA for twenty two dollars a week in the Little shop for all your NRL betting action. That's a wrap for this week's Friday lines. Thanks to MG. Thanks to Top Rope. Thanks to Borco behind the panel. Follow us on YouTube. Find us in the Apple Store, on Spotify, on SoundCloud, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow at Little Birdie TV on Twitter and Instagram. Remember all your footy betting action. You can be found at topsport.com.au. I'll be back next Friday. Don't forget to join Nikki on Monday for the first look with all the weekend's action and review. Punt well, punt responsibly, and have a great weekend, punters.